How's it going, guys? We have a past level question for farm cardio for step one internal medicine surgery 2CK. 26 year old man, one day history of sense of doom and uneasiness. Uh, he and his girlfriend both have history of drug use. Vitals are temperature 103 Fahrenheit, heart rate 80, respiratory rate 16, blood pressure 125 over 55. Cardiopalm auscultation shows an early diastolic murmur broadly at the upper strong border. Orders. Uh, empiric intravenous antibiotic therapy is initiated. Within 48 hours, patient reports the room is spinning. A pharmacologic agent that inhibits which the following most likely responsible for the patient's key presentation. So let's just hop to the answer choice here. Should I say 30S, correct answer. So this patient has acute endocarditis, drug use, presumably IV. So that's going to be staph virus causing acute endocarditis. Now, in terms of which valve is affected, it doesn't have to be the right side of the heart with IV drug use, okay? And I said broadly upper sternal borders because this is what U.S. simile is going to do. They're not going to pigeonhole locations. I've seen aortic regurge questions where they can say radiates down the left sternal border, radiates down the right sternal border. So you can be a little bit loose with the locations. Okay. But I can tell you that this is going to be aortic regurge. And how do, how do we know that? It's because look at our blood pressure. You see that there's a big difference between the systolic diastolic pressures. You see that? That's called a wide pulse pressure, which is characteristic of aortic regurge. Okay, so bounding pulses, head bobbing. The blood is pumped out of the left ventricle into the aorta, and it quickly collapses back into left ventricle. So wide pulse pressure here. But that type of uh, trajectory for the question isn't our focus. We just are pointing to the farm. So the empiric treatment for endocarditis, as we're waiting on cultures, 2CK stuff, you're going to get three blood cultures first prior to giving antibiotics, okay? If you give antibiotics first, you're going to fuck with your blood cultures in addition to the fact that you're just going to be taking them right out of the blood if you if you do blood cultures second. So the empiric treatment for endocarditis is going to be vancomycin plus gentamicin, okay? There's another regimen, vancomycin plus ampicillin sulbactam, but regardless, it doesn't matter in this case because that would still be fucking wrong. So this is what's going to go down. Vancomycin is going to hit your gram positives. Gentamicin is going to hit your gram negatives. Now, vancomycin can cause red man syndrome, which we don't have here. Okay, so it's a low yield factoid. But uh, if you give vancomycin, patient can become red from histamine release. Uh, but gentamicin, aminoglycoside, that can cause ototoxicity. It can cause nephrotoxicity, acute tubular necrosis. Now here we have ototoxicity secondary to gentamicin use. The room is spinning, vertigo, holy shit. Doesn't have to be neurosensory hearing loss. Doesn't have to be tinnitus. I've made clips on this. I've talked about this in my PDFs, other videos, okay? So this is ototoxicity. Room is spinning, vertigo from uh, cranial nerve 8 toxicity and the setting of gentamicin use. Very buzzy, very easy, okay? So... Let's just hop to the others real quick. 50S, wrong fucking answer. You could do a 40-minute discussion. Okay, clindamycin, anaerobes the diaphragm, use for pulmonary abscess, macrolides, okay, e.g. azithromycin, empiric treatment for community-acquired pneumonia, also uh, used for chlamydia, uh, linizolid, non-existent, chloramphenicol, non-existent, wrong fucking answer. Choice C, cell wall synthesis, wrong fucking answer. Okay, so as I just harped on a moment ago, vancomycin, I mean, uh, we're going to be using that in this case, but we don't have red man syndrome here. And even if you thought that we were using uh, vancomycin with ampicillin sulbactam, the latter, you're still talking cell, cell wall synthesis inhibition with, of course, the beta-lactamase, uh, the sulbactam being present there, but doesn't have these side effects. Wrong fucking answer.
choids D, dihydrofolate reductase, wrong fucking answer. Okay, so methotrexate, high yield agent, uh, first uh, first line DMARD for rheumatoid arthritis. Okay, so also first oral agent used for psoriasis that fails topicals first or patients who have systemic psoriasis, i.e. arthritis, uh, could be uh, pyrimethamine used in the treatment of toxo, so sulfadiazine, pyrimethamine can be trimethoprim, okay, classic for UTIs. Wrong fucking answer. Choice C, tocosomerase 2,4, wrong fucking answer, okay, so fluoroquinolones. Actually, you know what, real quick, I'll just say that for methotrexate, for diidrofolate reductase inhibition, you need to know that it can cause pulmonary fibrosis and bone marrow toxicity, neutropenia with mouth ulcers. Wrong fucking answer. Topoisomerase 2,4 for fluoroquinolones, as I just said, wrong fucking answer. Okay, so this is going to be classically your Achilles tendonitis. Increased risk in males over the age of 60 who have renal insufficiency, who are on glucocorticoids. Doesn't matter if you assimilate. They'll just give you 87-year-old dude who... The, the two biggest indications for fluoroquinolones are prostatitis and pyelonephritis, okay? So they could give you 87-year-old dude who goes metal detecting, who was recently treated for prostatitis, and he's got a sore ankle. And then the answer is just DNA gyrus. Okay, so topoisomerase 2,4. For prokaryotes, aka DNA gyrase. Okay, if you have a chemotherapy, i.e., uh, etoposide, teniposide, those are eukaryotic topoisomerase 2 inhibitors. Uh, those don't cause Achilles tendonitis. Those are not known as DNA gyrase. Wrong fucking answer. You know the deal, I'm going to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe my channel. And I appreciate your time. That's it.